Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back with another episode. We this week we talked about Superman. This week we talked about Superman Red Sun. Uh, we talked about uh, totally not related uh, Ukraine Russia stuff. We talked about it's the not good. Um, I made my dog bark. Oh shit. <laughs> Uh, there's timestamps in the description so you can skip around if you want if you want to skip a certain part or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part uh, Alex, use it if I'm you gonna want need, I'm gonna need workers Don't. comp my throat hurts now <coughs> uh, that's not covered um, unfortunately I'm gonna make a union Alex fuck no I you, well I can't stop you I would just prefer that you didn't because I'm a really cool you know, boss you know Alex you're a good boss uh, I'm a good boss I give you casual Fridays and I give you pizza for lunch what and more the could you want? Hand job. What? 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 I'm sorry. Anyway, follow me on social media. Not Gavin. Only me. Uh, don't. don't do I it. see you. I see you trying to follow me. Stop it. Subscribe Stop to it. my YouTube Close channel. Instagram my office space video is coming out. I promise. Uh, subscribe to my Patreon so you can get these episodes as soon as they are ready to be released. Uh, up, you can get them up to a few days early, depending on the week, depending on how early we can get them recorded. Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Turn on notifications. Turn on automatic downloads. And let's jump, let's jump into, it. into it and then out of it. And Yeah, and then eventually out of it. I mean, you can't stay I, in we never, forever. We never tell them that they can jump out of it once the show is done. And every week we tell them to jump into it. So are they jumping further and further into in? It? I layers, think so. layers upon layers of into it? Yeah, I think so, Alex. I think we need to fix that. Okay, so we need... How, however many times we've said jump into it, we need to say that many times out of Alex, it. Alex, that just seems like a cheap trick to fix this comedic inquiry. Uh, how about every next episode we just need to say jump out of it until we even. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll just go okay. until we feel like it's even. So uh, the ones before us realizing this didn't count. So everyone, jump out of it. Jump out of it. All right. Oh, <sighs> Fuck me. It's been a week. Yeah. So, yeah. So how, Linus well, Tech What Tips. kind of week? Oh, it's been a... Oh, boy. It's been... who? It's been a week. Would it's you say how, it's been better or worse than 8-Bit Christmas? Oh, shit. It's not a lot... The movie we both than, saw. Oh, yeah, definitely. The movie I wrote, actually. Um, you know, um, yeah, it, you know... Well, Not maybe based it, on a, an earlier screenplay that I wrote, actually. Oh, uh, no. Mine was completely original from my own original notes that I took um, years before uh, your well, it, original. Well, actually, it's actually based on my life story. Uh, you know, um, but that would still make it my creation. So, I mean, I get your point, but I mean, you didn't, you really didn't contribute much. See, so, I, uh, I just, I, I don't know if, I don't know if we can agree on that. So, how, how was your week, dude? It's weird how my week has revolved around like fucking Russia, like yeah. not like, not in like a, in like a, like oil prices and Vladimir Putin, but in like a literal, like I watched Superman Red Sun and then I watched Chernobyl. You know, I didn't even uh, make the connection. HBO. I didn't even make the connection that like 
all of this stuff is going on with Russia and Ukraine. And then you're like, let's watch Superman Red Sun. I was just like, yeah, nice. A, a fun mm-hmm. superhero story. Not like something that heavily relates to the news. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's 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 been a week, bro. Holy shit. It's been a week. Yeah. Um, I like to I'd like to announce that Ukraine is still fucking fighting. Um, I did not think they'd make it this long. Uh, oh, ye of little faith. Um, and dude, they're fucking them up, man. They're fucking the Russians up. Yeah. Yeah. It's anyway, pretty, how, uh, how was your crazy. week? Eh, my week's been all right. Um, I want to get on my soapbox for but a moment. Um, so do you know the YouTube channel Linus Tech Tips? Uh, Linus Tech Tips? I hardly even know her. You know, I don't use the term master comedian very often. And you don't give me much opportunity to do it. Um, you know, so Linus Continue. Tech Tips is a very popular uh, YouTube channel uh, with like a bajillion subscribers. Uh, very, very popular channel. Uh, and they do a weekly show uh, about like tech news and stuff uh, called The WAN Show. Uh, and on the most recent episode, someone uh, wrote in like, during the like Q and a section uh, asking Linus, who's like the CEO of like the company, like centered around the channel uh, asking him if like how he would feel about his staff unionizing. And his answer was like kind of weird and a little troubling. What would he uh, say? Was he like, was he like, Oh, I treat them well. They don't need to do that. Basically. Yeah. Uh, he said that, he started off by saying that he wouldn't be able to stop them because they're based in Canada, mm-hmm. which is an immediate red flag. If your answer to like, would you allow your staff to unionize is I, I can't stop them. Well, I mean, I think that's okay. I think that's a pragmatist. I think, I think Linus is a pragmatist. And so when he's confronted with a question that has like, in the in the basis of the question has just an answer, which is that in Canada you cannot stop anyone from using unionizing. Yeah, like but I it, think it's he's more of like a say, it's it's not like a legal question. It's not could your staff unionize if they wanted to. The question is how would you feel about it? Yeah, and I think to him it's like regardless of how he feels, they can unionize. Unionize. Yeah. So to him, it's like a completely out of the question how he feels. It's just a, yeah. like I can't stop him. It just feels to me like a, a a strange way to start because, you, I don't know, it just feels like him saying that is like, well, I wouldn't want them to unionize. I can't stop them. Like, that's, that's, that's how it sounds when you started off like that. But then he went on to say that uh, him and his wife who run the company together would view it as a failure on their end if the staff uh, wanted to unionize. And I could see his, yeah, I could see his point there. I, I see the, I see his point, but I don't know. There's a part that's missing to that, which is unions are important across the board and organized labor is a good thing across the board because while he may be a good boss and a good CEO and he may, you know, care about his employees, it's still important to have, um, you know, less of a, a power imbalance because that's that's what unions are about. Yeah, it's about yeah. 
the power balance between employer and employee. So, I mean, I get your point. Um, and I, I also understand that there are companies that are like big boy companies who can afford to pay people more, who can do more. And, uh, you know, baseline, every company should be treating their employees the way that employees want to be treated. Um, and I don't, I don't mean to add like a however or a but. Um, however and but, Linus is is a pretty small company, so I, I can see him being like a union would be kind of over overboard, not overboard, uh, a bit overkill when we can just communicate internally at the company and I, without threat of being fired. We're we're small and cozy enough to talk to each other. I think that's what he was trying to say. Maybe. Um, I mean, it's a small business relatively, but it, it does still employ, uh, you know, a pretty sizable chunk of people. It's not yeah. like just a, a, an operation run out of someone's garage. Like this is like a, like a formal, like corporation, just mm-hmm. a, a and, small, it's small for a corporation, but it's still, yeah. you know, it, it, it's, yeah. it's the livelihood of a, a lot of people. But it's weird if like, <laughs> if Walmart were to say that, like, can't stop them how like pretty like left that would sound you know what i mean yeah maybe i i don't know it's a little bit of a different context with walmart being an american yeah. company who very much can stop them yeah very much if can they, stop if it they should couldn't be, if they couldn't stop them that would just be them you know telling the truth and saying it like, should well, be against the law stop. stopping from anyone making a union that it really should yeah it should be against the law you have, yeah. people deserve have the right to like coordinate with one another if they feel like they're being mistreated. Exactly. Yeah, it's that's, it's very That's what it boils down to for me. Yeah, it's it's very um transparent how much power and control we give corporations that we just let them stop labor organization. Mm-hmm. Uh it's just it just feels very like <laughs> Government, you know, <laughs> not by and of the people, it's by and of whoever has the most money. That's what it really... For the most part, but I would also say that, you know, power power is in wealth. I don't deny that. But also wealth, the power given by wealth can be controlled through unions and bureaucracy. You know what I mean? So, like, if you have a good, effective bureaucracy that, that can allocate yeah. stuff, that can say, this that's is why my we power need unions. to do... This is your power to do. Exactly. And I think I, I this is another view of mine. I think that if a company is, is clearly treating employees well and employees don't feel the need to make a union, I think that's an option too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't think exclusively that unions ought to be par for the course. Yeah, I, I, I do – I very much view unions as a very ne- uh, necessary part of the economy because there is such a, a power balance between, like, you know, bringing up Walmart. Uh, yeah. if, if you, as an individual, or let's Tesla factories, Tesla factories have a very extensive documented history of being very non worker friendly. Same with sleazy. like Amazon very warehouses. Sleazy. Yeah. Very sleazy, very just dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you as a single employee have a problem with it, they can just bury you. Yeah, well, they can just fire you. Yeah, exactly. They can fire you. They can bury you. They they have 
a whole slew of threats that they can use against you. So you need, you know, you need representation as a worker. You need, you need, um, collective, uh, bargaining power as well Mm -hmm. when it comes to like wages and benefits. Yeah. I would say that once a company like with Linus tech tips, I, I give him a lot of leeway with that comment. Um, just because his company isn't like a big multi-trillion dollar company or multi-billion dollar company for that matter. Um, but like for companies like Walmart, like Amazon, like Microsoft, like Facebook, like Google, these all these huge, huge companies that make billions of dollars a year, I think it should be mandatory that they have unions. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean And it is it's also yeah. important for small businesses too. It's it's not yeah. you know, it's not just a uh, a problem with uh you know large companies. It's mm-hmm. um I guess sure. I guess my problem with him answering, you know, I I can't stop them from unionizing. He goes on to say pretty much, like, I don't think they have to, you know, one, because, like, Canada has stronger labor protections than the U.S., yeah. which, you know, I commend them for. Um, but part of it is also he's just a good boss, yeah, which, which has too. its own problems. What if one... You know, what if on one particular issue, uh, his interests don't align with his workers? Then you know, what? I, I think that's a very, that's a good or, question. Or what, if, or what if one day he just like, I don't know, hits his head, becomes a different person or whatever. Or he dies and someone takes over his company. You know, mm-hmm. it's, I'm a good boss is a very, um, it's, it's just not a solution to. But also, uh, I think those are all eventualities that we would like that a community would have to work on when that happens, you know, like in the moment, like, I don't, I don't think that's something that we should worry about now until it happens. Um, especially for like smaller companies. Right. I don't, I don't see the, the reasoning behind trying to solve an issue before it happens in this case. Well, you, you want, you would want that, um, you would want that union infrastructure there, for when it does become necessary, I would well, rather I mean, have a union that's yeah. there and doesn't get used mm-hmm. than have an issue arise where you wish that there was a union, but maybe there's not enough time to form one. Or is for some reason, it's just it can't be done in time. I mean, the, the reasoning, time, the like reasoning that you shouldn't now. need a union because it's good for now can be flipped around to say, you know, we don't need to not have a a union because like i guess it's it's kind of like if it's not a problem it shouldn't be a problem i guess is like a simple way to say it basically it shouldn't come up if Mm -hmm. you're such a good boss the union shouldn't have to step in for any reason so it it should be just a non-issue you just want it there just in case i i would also say that inherently unless uh, with the exception of companies in the united states where they have like clauses in the contracts that employees sign saying that they can't unionize which is bullshit and should be against the law anyway um i i think that the the framework to start a union is always inherently in our pocket because we have technology that we can communicate with one another right so i think that i i think that with that technology we can just say hey did you hear what corporate's doing? This is bullshit. Let's unionize and make a make a a plan here as as employees, right? 
Yeah. Um, and I also understand too. There's a hierarchy in unions where it's like they vote on a union representative and different representatives for different places in the, in the company. Um, so I, you know, I kind of inherently understand that at least, but, um, I think with the amount of technology that we have nowadays, especially, and I want to stress this for smaller companies like Linus tech tips and stuff. Um, if you want to make a union, the technology is already there to do it. Um, yeah. Hold on, I'm I'm looking up how many employees they have because I don't know yeah. off the top of my head, and it. I want to like make sure that we're on the same page about it because I know they're they're small but not like super small. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen, I I think that unions shouldn't be stoppable, but I don't think they should be inherently. Um, I mean, always there. You know what I mean? I think there are actually some good companies that actually listen to their employees and actually try to to be good employers is is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, but in that case it shouldn't it shouldn't be a problem to have exactly. a union in yeah. case it 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 is needed. Yeah, and then I think there should be a clause in in state law or in federal law that says if uh if you're a company that's so so big you cannot stop em- employers from making a union. Actually, I think the clause should say, period, you cannot stop, <laughs> you, should, you cannot stop employees from making a union, period. But, yeah. um, hold on. I, I, I found a list, but it doesn't say like just a number of like total. So, yeah. Okay. So they have 41, uh, employees. Okay. Um, just a, uh, good piece of information to have. So, Here's the deal for me when it comes to Linus Tech Tips. If 40 people can't agree on how they want to work, I think they're fucking stupid. Is that fair? Well, it's it's not can 41 people agree. It's do the 40 have as much say in it as the one. Yeah, but the one doesn't exist without the 40. That's That's that balance right there, right? And it's not like Linus can just say, cool, I can replace you all in one day. Well, that you would know. be the purpose of a union. The union it's, would be there to say, you know, we want a say in this collectively. It's and- a collective of 41 people, Alex. <laughs> it's only, it's like, I get what you're saying, but I think it would make more sense if it was maybe uh, 200,000 employees, right? Um, where the CEO is making, you know, $200 million bonuses every year. But with a group of 41 people, it's not like Linus. I mean, I'm sure if one or two people left, Linus could find new people. But if the entire group of people said, "Hey, we don't have a union, and I don't like what Linus is doing," let's get on our phones and unionize because there's nothing he can do to stop us. Yeah, yeah, I, I think we agree on this. Yeah, I mean, for the most, I think we have our differences in opinion, but I mean, I think for the, I, I think the difference the really part, lies agree. in I think it should be already established for when it does become a problem it seems like you're a saying it should just thing. wait yeah. until it is a problem then form the union i think that seems I mean, to be where we disagree on it i think for certain sizes of companies like for instance um i shouldn't use cvs as an example because we are actually a big big corporation but um for like smaller companies uh, in the u.s um like if you look at family fair for instance they're relatively small i'd say i think that if the employees and management can hash things out without the need of of a union that should be fine 
right? If, if everyone feels comfortable operating without a union, cool. Um, but if you're a big store like Meyer, where you make millions, maybe even billions of dollars a year, um, it should be mandatory that you have a union. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think we agree that for sure bigger companies should across the board have unions. And I mean, yeah, if if a small company... If everyone agrees they don't need a union, I what are you going to do? Force them into one? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I would even have faith that a lot of those, like, smaller businesses or companies might just say, like, we all agree that things are working well without a union, but let's just make a union. Yeah. Like, I have my, faith that My problem that I really, that. the issue that I wanted to bring up with this is not the idea of if... Linus Tech Tips or Linus Media Group as the uh, the company overall is uh, uh, named. If the issue isn't if they should form a union, my my problem is more with Linus's response to the question of how he would feel about it. So him saying like, "I can't stop you," it 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 really feels like the implication there is he would if he could, you know, saying I can't stop them from doing it without saying, but like you know, by all means, like he's not. I don't know. It, the impression that I get isn't that he feels neutral about it. It's more that while he would prefer that they didn't, he can't stop them, which, you know, that's fine to acknowledge. I, but, you know, I get his point there. Um, it, I don't know. I guess where my stance is, is that he he's a, a pragmatist in terms of like how his company functions. And I think that pragmatism is based outside of his emotional points of view. So, like, I think when people ask, you know, how would you feel about them starting a union? That word feel is kind of alien in that context for him. Feel isn't an option because legally there's nothing he can do to stop them. Yeah, I'm not sure if feel was the exact word. That's just that's just how I worded it. It was... okay probably something along the lines of like what are your thoughts on it but generally the question was like what's his perspective on it mm-hmm. i don't remember the yeah. exact wording of the question but but like I, I i can kind of understand his his point of view uh or his i'm not even sure he took a stance really i i think he just kind of said like yeah uh nothing i can do to stop him i think i'm a fine boss uh well he, i think the position that he landed on was Canada has enough labor protections that they don't need one. Uh, And then someone wrote in with a follow-up question saying, well, don't all bosses view themselves as a good boss and their employees don't need a labor union? And his response to that is just, I don't think we're going to see eye to eye on it. So it, in that moment, it felt like he was being confronted on what exactly he was saying. He was, he, he basically said, I'm a good boss. My employees don't need to unionize. Then someone said, wait, doesn't every boss think they're a good boss? And then he just kind of like shut down. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, a that's, bit more that's really, that's really that's where my problem lies. Me. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a bit more like, Hey Linus, what do you mean? We're not going <laughs> to, do you mean like, we're not going to be eye to eye to this as in this question is a bit off topic to what we're talking about? Or do you mean we're not going to be eye to eye? Cause you hate unions. <laughs> that's different this is different <laughs> yeah yeah just his response to that really like shut it down like we're not gonna agree on this because i am a good boss i'm the exception 
um, yeah, just the point that I wanted to make with this is that just because you happen to have a good boss or, you know, maybe you view them as a good boss or maybe they're like friendly and, and like fun to be around that doesn't make the system that you're within any better. Yeah. So things like unions are important if even if they're just like in the background because you want to know that it's there, especially mm-hmm. if you're in America, because there aren't, uh, you know, there, there, there isn't that uh, level of employee protection like there is in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. It, you see it all the time, like, uh, like, ooh, we have casual Fridays, and and uh, and we have, uh, you know, we brought in pizza to the office. Uh, please don't ask for a raise. Yeah, actually, the raise was used for that casual Friday thing. Yeah, even though you supplied yeah. your own sh- own clothes, but we and just... we and we and we decided for you. Uh, you don't get yeah. to decide whether no. you want a raise or a casual yeah. Friday. You you don't worry about that. You let me worry about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 the point that I wanted to make. Just mm-hmm. don't fall for that kind of stuff cuz like a higher up, like a CEO at a corporation does not have the same interest or especially if they are also the owner of the company, they don't yeah. have the same economic interests that you have. Mm-hmm. And a very basic uh fundamental um a, a very basic fundamental understanding of it is that you want to work for as much pay for the fewest hours. Yeah. Or and the employer you wants work- you to work as many hours for as low of a wage as possible. Then mm-hmm. you, you meet in the middle and that's that's where uh you well, know wages me, are decided. That's the that's the basic negotiation. Mm-hmm. That's a, a very fundamental like uh you know, fact of of employer employee relations, mm-hmm. and it's important to keep that in mind, no matter how, uh, you know, cool your boss may seem. Yeah, and I I'll say like I like my boss, I do, because she's, you know, very oriented in in the fact that I'm a college student, and she's very willing to work around the schedule to make sure that I have time to do school and work. Um. Yeah. But I've seen like the shit she has to go through with with corporate and it's like Oh yeah. Like I've it, oh, it's it's such a headache. It really is. Yeah, I'm is. lucky enough that my job doesn't really have a corporate. Yeah. Um it's like it's a franchise and sometimes the like the top owners will come by, but that's more of like a yeah. casual how you doing kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm but very it's lucky so that we don't have a corporate. Weird how how like absolutely inept uh like higher management is though exactly yeah how absolutely like how absolutely like they come in and they go oh you guys are doing fine no worries and then we get like an alert saying like our comp our 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 shop our store is behind and it's like no our guy just said we're fine and yeah. then they're like well actually and it's like yeah okay now the well actually we're well what, also when you behind visited? usually means less growth you're still growing, yeah. Just maybe not as much as like three months ago, yeah. That's the permanent growth mindset has rotted our economy. Um, and yeah, anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to lose my job because of, of shitting on the company. So let's let's move on. Yeah, it's yeah, it's more just the system. But yeah, you know, you bringing up like working around your schedule that should be the minimum. That should be like bare minimum, like. 
respecting mm-hmm. your employees' schedules. Well, like, also, like... Especially if they, like, I, let you know ahead of time, like, hey, I'm a college student or mm-hmm. I have this other situation. Uh, yeah. Don't schedule me these days. And here's um, the weird thing, too, though. Like, they're all... Like, I've seen this on TikTok of people talking about stories of having, like, their manager say, why, why are you doing school when you could work 12 hours here and make money? Right. And it's like, because if I do school and get my degree, I can demand more money from you for my degree. Yeah. Like that's a baseline. That's a market baseline. If you have a, if, if you're, if you have a high school diploma, you get paid this much. If you have a uh, associate's degree, you get paid a bit more than that. If you have a bachelor's degree, you get paid a bit more than that. If you have a, a master's degree, you get paid a bit more than that. If you have a, if you have a PhD or a doctorate, why the fuck are you here? Go do your specialist thing. Also, like, the premise of the question, why are you going to school instead of working and, and making money, that treats, like, it, it treats the situation as if the default is you are working for them. Like, you are yeah. spending all of your waking time making them money. You want to hear something weird, though? If I dropped school right now and then decided to work where I work full time, I would not be able to live in Traverse City. Yeah. I, I would not be able to afford it. Um, I would have to probably find an apartment and then like live with a couple people. And that's working full time all day. <laughs> like 12 hour, like not 12 hour shifts because they're like, they're still low in hours, but like eight hour shifts every day. Yeah, that's fucked up that you can work that much and not be able to afford to live, live here, yeah. in the city that you're working. That's just, yeah. that's, it's awful. But the good thing is, I do get 401k benefits, so that's cool. Yeah, that's another thing that should just be the minimum. A lot yeah. of these, well, for a, a lot, lot of places, things... it is the minimum. For a lot of places, like I don't have a college degree, and I still have a 401k set up. You know. Yeah. Um, and for if if any okay, if for anyone listening to this, if you ask your manager if they have 401k options and they roll your eyes at you, fucking leave, fucking leave, because I swear to God, that should be a minimum. Hey, do you have a, a way for me to stash away money before tax uh, that's also connected to the stock market so that when I turn 65, I can, you know, live? Yeah. And they roll your, their eyes at you? Fuck them. Even my job has a, a retirement plan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to retire there. I. It can roll but, over. That's the cool thing. That's yeah, the cool thing. At least if it's there. A, um, um yeah, yeah just a lot of this stuff that's that should be treated as the minimum is like they they treat it like oh you should con- you should count yourself so lucky that we've bestowed this blessing upon you yeah. you should feel lucky that we give you two days off a week mm-hmm. yeah just oh by the way i'm gonna have to have you staying late thanks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to have you come in Sunday as well. Hey, Alex, um, I'm going to tell you something about CVS. I need you to edit it out because I don't want, like, CVS to fuck me over. Could you do All that right, I'll me? just have a really long, really loud bleep while you're, while you're saying Yeah, it. so here's the deal. Anyway, yeah, let's, so, let's, let's get back to the show. Um, yeah. Anyway, fuck and corporations. And, and we're back. Gavin just had to tell me the entire plot of the Emoji movie. Not sure yeah. why we had to go uh, off the record for that. Come on, dude. Poopy Face was the funniest 
he had the best one-liners in the entire he movie. He was voiced by Patrick Stewart. That's the that's the Picard man. That's the ex- Charles Xavier dude. Alex, I want to let you know, I was just running with the bit, and I completely did not know that was voiced by Patrick Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> that makes life so much better. It's in I the trailer. Because I remember that. It, well, because ah! we both saw it. That's so cool. Okay. Sorry. Whew. Anyway. Um, anyway. Yeah, I I think we're I think we're done with the Linus sex tips section. Um, <laughs> Did you say Linus sex tips? No, no, I said I said um, I said the entire plot of the Emoji Movie. Um, anyway, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Did you say it bit Christmas? The entire plot to the movie I wrote. The movie that I starred in and is also based on my life, and I've also seen five hundred times. I've actually seen it ten thousand, but I mean. Oh, well. Yeah, I, you know they say that. Hold on, let's. I'm gonna see if I can actually get an answer for how many words are in <laughs> the many... emoji movie. Hold on, I'm Alex, go, I promise s- I'm going somewhere with this. <laughs> <laughs> or not the emoji, eight bit Christmas. I promise I'm going somewhere with this. I'm sure you are, Alex. I'm sure you are. Yeah, I can't get a straight answer on this because, of course, how how would I? Um, how many how many words would you guess are in how many how many Alex, words I are in the it. average movie? I know how many words. Oh yeah, are how in many it? words are there? Uh, roughly a hundred fifty, hundred forty thousand. Okay, and they say that a picture is worth a thousand words, and there are like a bunch of frames in the movie, each one saying a thousand words. So in a way, I've I've seen it more, um, Gavin. Alex, I have a sniper positioned right outside your house looking at you right now. Huh, funny thing, just... I have a surface-to-air missile aimed uh, at your at your house. That's funny because I have a fucking uh, shield I put over my house by the Israeli government that protects me from missiles like that. I actually have Bitch. a... Uh, I have a uh, time gun that, that breaks through all shields... And also uh, destroys any object throughout all of space time. Alex, this isn't a an episode of Rick and Morty. You can't just, you know, uh, ex machina your way out of these situations, Alex. In five seconds, I'm going to tell the sniper to take the shot. Make your decision on whether or not you want to actually give up have this two bit. snipers on your sniper. On my sniper right now? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny because they have their scopes on the decoy sniper also i alex. offered your sniper three thousand dollars uh alex you to both betray know you don't you. have three thousand dollars uh i do <laughs> barely oh man anyway good i have bit. a good huh? bit okay yeah. good bit no that wasn't yeah. a bit for me i actually have snipe i have a surface to air missile alex i'm just trying to um, bring down the temperature of this water here buddy i know it's not a bit i'm trying to keep the 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 uh audience See, me calm. saying it wasn't a bit actually was a bit and you just ruined the bit you're gay didn't stop me from fucking your mom oh shit he got me oh and, shit. and your dad oh and we all don't... had a good time and <laughs> we we're all, gonna go we out for brunch tomorrow <laughs> uh i'd like to uh, also say that when I said you were gay, I didn't. Oh God, I guess that was implied as a bad thing. Being gay isn't bad, people. Yeah, okay, I want to yeah. preface yeah, that. Yeah, all right. Yeah, backtrack. I'm a fucking shill, Alex. Being gay is not bad. <laughs> I meant that as a joke, and I guess I don't. You shouldn't joke about that. So really, I, 
I'm sorry. I said something bad. I take it back. I apologize to anyone who was offended by that. Um, I will in the future try to put more thought into my impromptu jokes. Gavin apologized. I won the bit. Anyway, the Oscars happened. (laughs) Anyway, Um. the Oscars. (laughs) I'm going to fucking Will Smith you. I swear to God. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so Will Smith punched Chris Rock at the Oscars. We all saw it. Everyone yeah, had a field day really with nice it on Twitter. No, 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 no. It was really nice of you know fucking uh, Will Smith to give um, uh, to Chris Rock a nice glass of punch during the. I only read the headline, so um, <laughs> you know, you know, it's. I guess, uh, I guess Chris Rock's like throat was getting a little dry. His mouth, he was getting some cotton mouth, and uh, you know, the sweet guy Will Smith. Just this has got to be this has got to be my favorite character that we both do. Uh, guy that knows the story but is missing one detail. Yeah, what are you talking about? This is the entire story. Um, <laughs> so like Will Smith, being the like awesome guy he is always, um, who definitely does not um try to keep on this sham of a marriage that he has because his wife is a fucking asshole. Um. Uh, you know, walked up stage, you know, in a in a very loving way, and very nicely gave Chris Rock a glass of punch that was, uh, um, you know, sitting at his table, just so he could lubricate his his mouth and throat. Um, so yeah, I would like to commend Will Smith on that. Thank you. All right. Um, now, so Will Smith punched Chris Rock at the Oscars because Wait, Chris what? Rock. Oh shit! <laughs> what really? So Chris Rock uh, made a joke about Jada Smith, about (laughs) how she's bald now because she had to shave her head because she has alopecia, I think it is. Um, Yeah. 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 Poor taste joke, whatever. I I, I don't really want to. He's a comedian. It's It's what he does. Yeah. Good God. it's whatever. I I don't want to spend much time on it, but uh, like I if your butt I, hurts, I do want to talk Twitter, about man. it a little bit. Okay. God. I so here's what I have done, Gavin. I will start a timer for thirty seconds, and I will give my take on the situation. And then after the thirty seconds is up, I will shut up about it forever. And then when I'm done, I'll start the timer again. You give your take on it. And then we'll both Alex, never talk about it ever again Alex, because it's already been this, talked about Stop enough. trying to unionize this podcast, Alex. <laughs> I do not agree to these terms. I want at least 75% of the time. No, we each, get, th- we each get 30 seconds. So what, do you want like 15 more seconds? 120 seconds, Alex. You want 120 I want, seconds. I want 120. If, listen, I could hang up right now. <laughs> right now. I could hang up right now. All right, all right, 120 seconds. All right, you get 120 seconds of in- uninterrupted want, talking about want, Chris Rock and Will Smith. I also want to get paid as much as you do, Alex. So that was the so first you wanna, demand, So you want to raise from zero to zero? I want to raise. From... <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> 30 seconds will work. Let's do this. All right, all right. I'm going right. to start my 30 seconds right now okay so i'm not a hundred percent convinced it wasn't staged because no one would be talking about the oscars if this didn't happen smith v rock dawn of ratings that's what i have it written down as in the notes that's what it is because what else happened amy schumer told some bad jokes yeah that's what she does 
<laughs> fucking nothing else of interest happened during that entire night. Also, it's not a danger for comedians now. You could always get punched. Will Smith can't be everywhere. All right. And Will Smith, weird <laughs> things. And the timer's done. Everywhere. All right. That was 30 seconds. That was Damn. 30 seconds. Okay. Hang on. Let me get my time. I didn't up, think I, I would be able to. I, I didn't think I'd be able to fill that time, actually. Can but, I actually ha- have a bit more time to speak? Because I have more to say about this. All right. Yeah. You, I I don't. I had a couple of more words to say, but I don't care enough to restart the timer or anything. So okay. how much time do you it, want? Infinite until I'm done speaking. I mean, you can talk more if you want to, too. <laughs> okay. So, okay. For people with alopecia, I'm sorry that you were offended by that joke. I really am. I, I, One I, person. I know ev- was offended and it was jada smith we don't know we have no sample size for the rest of the people without Mm. alopecia which from my i haven't looked it up but i my understanding is that that's just the general term for hair loss okay anyway um what i mostly inherently disagree with is the fact that will smith decided to get on stage and physically assault a comedian because he didn't like a joke that's what I have an issue with. That's like inherently what happened. Okay, um, so if you have like bald spots, that's probably alopecia. It's uh, it's a common condition. Okay, um, common condition. It's just very tragic that we have a double standard that it's okay and expected for men to go bald, but not women. Well, also, you can make a joke about a guy going bald, and it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's, it's just there's different cultural standards thing. for it. I don't want to like, take it to a sex thing, though. Yeah. It's socially ex- bring it's it there. more socially acceptable, I think, to for a man to be bald. But it's mm-hmm. it's whatever. I don't want to talk about like what are the rules for comedy because it's just it's whatever works. It's whatever. It's, if, it's if whatever. If it's funny, then yeah, yeah sure. If it reminds me of the there are one no hard Bo and Burnham fast joke. Rules. Remember that one Bo Burnham joke about rape whistles? Um. Yeah. As a as, it's an economics joke disguised as a rape joke. It, if you make rape whistles, you start it with the idea of wanting rape to go down. But if rape does go down, then you sell less rape whistles. So there's a conflict of interest. That's the joke. And yeah. it's good. It's it's good. It's, it's just it's it's good, whatever. But here's the thing. I think that what Will Smith did that night was a compilation of multiple life events that are happening in his life. I don't mean to, I don't mean to defend anything that he's doing. I just think that Jada Pinkett Smith has gotten her fucking fist around his balls and he doesn't know how to handle that situation with his wife, like just openly cheating on him. Yeah. I don't know much about it. I just know that it, she's fucked other people and I don't care enough to look into it. Okay. Let me, let me, let me land some, some truth on you. She fucked one of, uh, uh, Jaden Smith's friends. Which is her son. Her son's. She fucked one of her son's friends. She did the plot of like eight percent of the videos on Pornhub. Yes. Anyway, okay. um, it's a shame no one was there to film it. Anyway, um, I'm joking. That's a joke. Anyway, um, she fucked one of her son's friends and then goes on her podcast, uh, slash show YouTube show called Red Table. With man, everyone Will has Smith. a podcast these days. I know. With Will Smith, I just and basically, I just like, gotta say, fuck people with podcasts, please, yeah, yeah. please, I'm, fuck I, I've me. I've not touched a woman in years. Um, <laughs> Take my wife, but, no, please. <laughs> but um, goes on her fucking podcast and basically just like it's a no holds barred confession of like, 
with her husband, by the way, with Will Smith. Like, yeah, I had sexual relations with multiple people that weren't you while I was we were getting married. jiggy with many people. I was getting jiggy with it. Um, <laughs> and Will Smith is just sitting there. There are fucking memes about it. And you can see his face and he's fucking dying inside. Um, it's not funny. It's really not funny, but it's kind of funny. Um, I don't know. I the thing rich that people gets me, to me just don't exist. I view rich people as fictional, and so it's okay and good and fun to watch them hurt each other. That's the thing. That's that gets also me. a bit that I I forgot to mention in my thirty second rant. The thing that gets me angry in this whole podcast is the fact that she refuses to say the words. Yeah. I had sex with multiple part without multiple people, people, one of which was your son and my son's friend. Instead, she she says I had multiple entanglements. Entanglements. So she's doing that thing that people do when they're guilty, but they don't want to say exactly what they did. They word it like I made some mistakes and I had a lapse in judgment. I'm not, you know. Listen, I'm not and, a you know, perfect who human is perfect? being. You know, who is perfect? So and also, what, what I did I wasn't really that bad. Friend. I, so what? I'm pregnant with my son's friend's baby. I don't know. She didn't actually do that. I I just made that up. But, like, imagine if that's what happened. Like, it, like, ooh. Anyway, so when I see her roll her eyes at this alopecia thing, and then Will Smith goes up there and defends his, his wife, and I, I say wife in air quotes because really, like... And I believe this goes both ways, not just with women. But if you're fucking other people, what does it matter if you have a, a legal thing saying that you two are, are binded or in God's yeah, it's, eyes? Yeah, it's are, pretty much over at that point. Like, Also, I, I'm, I'm showing I'm off my like, new webcam now I turned on video. The same, the same thing applies to men. I would say the same thing to um, Tony Stark, who's not real. Anyway, um, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say the same thing to an, to like John F. Kennedy. I would say the same thing to any any guy who's cheating on his wife. Um. So anyway, I feel yeah. bad. Yeah, cheating to is an bad extent. across the board. I think we can agree yeah. on that. Anyway, so I feel bad for Will Smith in that very narrow circumstance. Yeah, but that does not excuse the fact that you fucking punt. You slapped a comedian. Because you didn't like what he was saying. That's assault, okay? It that, is, yeah. Not, let's not beat around the bush and say, oh, he was angry. No, that's assault. He it was a moment of passion. Fuck you. Anyone who defends that, fuck you. Um, yeah. Anyone who's like, oh, but alopecia isn't a joke. It's Chris Rock at the Oscars. Everything's a joke. Yeah, the whole point of, like... Of these circle jerks being hosted by comedians is to like bring it back down to earth a little bit. Yeah, it's a it's a joke. It's a joke. He's not like bringing up doctors from the fucking National Institute of Alopecia, saying like, "Oh, this shit's fucking stupid." He's a comedian. He doesn't know, like, he doesn't know medicine. Yeah, and like, I don't know it. It is in poor taste, in my opinion. Part of the reason that I think it might have been staged is that, as a joke, it's not that funny, but as a way to provoke Will Smith, it works perfectly. But also, I've heard, I've heard, 
that G.I. Jane is actually kind of badass. Yeah. Um, so saying Also, that that's she, another like, part of it. A G.I. Jane reference. That could only... Like, a funny joke doesn't involve G.I. Jane. A way to provoke Will Smith involves comparing his wife to G.I. Jane. Like, I just... I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just... Um, I don't know. Anyone who defends Will Smith, go fuck yourself. Uh, anyone who defends Chris Rock, uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, he, I think Chris Rock was admirable in his showmanship and just keeping the show going. He took so, that punch really well. He took it he like took the it, fucking Joker. He took it like Will Smith hit him with a dandelion. Like, good for him, I would say. Yeah. Um, and now his uh, ticket sales have gone up like exponentially. So, <laughs> yeah, good on him. More if publicity anything, for the Oscars, more publicity for uh, for Chris, Chris Rock. Um, I think it's the irony is that uh, Will Smith still got his Oscar. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he was like, um, go defend your family. And it's like, buddy, you defended against like a five foot something guy. In his acceptance is, speech, didn't he say something along the lines of like, I know God sent me here to spread peace and love and whatever. And something people. along the and lines like, of God sent me here on this mission or whatever. And it's like, dude, you're an actor. You know, there was can one. You just, okay, like, okay. Can you just you know, pretend to be a person for a second and just acknowledge know, I'm a fucking actor? I don't know. Just don't hurt people in the name of protecting people. Don't do that. I'm provoked. Good God. Yeah, it may sound like I have hot takes on it, um, but the reality is I don't care. That's that's completely it. fair. It's, Ultimately, it's Alex- two millionaires punching each other. It's basically an <laughs> Avengers movie. You it's, know, Alex. It's basically to- it's it's as fun as watching Iron Man punch fucking Lex Luthor. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you were to make a, a pyramid of needs here, like a pyramid of like what's most important. On yeah. The out of all the things that I need in my life, Chris Rock not getting punched doesn't even register. Oh, well, yeah. But like at the bottom of that pyramid is people feeling bad for Will Smith. Up above there is people understanding Will Smith, but understanding that it's wrong to punch people. On top of that is people supporting uh, Chris Rock. And everything that he's doing and completely hating on Will Smith at the absolute pinnacle at the top of this pyramid are the people who are saying it's one millionaire punching another millionaire. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Yeah. Let the yeah, judicial that's, that's system work is. that out. I don't fucking care. I there's a pandemic. Russia's thinking about nuking some people. I just don't care. Yeah. It's so I commend you, Alex, is my point. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Chris Rock said that he didn't want to press charges. He he declined to file a police report about it. And, I mean, Will Smith is, again, very rich, so he's not going to face any legal repercussions for this. Oh, no. No, he won't. Yeah. So that's that's my very lukewarm take on the situation. All right. Um, I'm so happy that Will Smith gave... Um, Gave uh, Chris Rock a glass of punch. I think that was very nice of him. Very nice of him. Very, um, very good. Very good. Yeah. 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 Um, really shows his commitment to support and love everyone. You know. Yeah. You know, peace and love. Peace and love. 
Peace and love, peace and love. I, I wrote love. a song about an octopus. <laughs> I actually, okay, I texted you about this uh, the other day, but I actually took the time to listen to Octopus's Garden, the song yeah. that Ringo wrote about an octopus, and fuck it's yeah. actually good. Like, no, I actually you. really, it's it, it's one Suck of my favorite my Beatles songs dick. now. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I, I sent, I texted Gavin like, hey, you know, this song is actually good, and he was like, fuck you. Suck my wiggly dick. What, so you don't Suck. like it? No, I don't, actually. You, why? It's so... Uh, it's just... Uh, it's pleasant. Under the sea. It's so pleasant. To a pussy's garden in the shade. We would be warm below the storm. An <laughs> octopus's Look. garden near a cave. Okay, maybe it's just too sophisticated for you. <laughs> Because there is a there's a degree, uh, a magnitude of sadness and despair that went into that song that I I feel in my in my soul that maybe you just aren't we you know, maybe mature enough so to sense. You and me, no one there tell us what to do. Fuck you, Alex. You just don't get it. You just don't get it, Alex. You're not. You're a fake fan, Alex. You're a fake fan. I'm just messing with the exposure on this webcam. And it has very non-granular control. You can see it in the in the Discord call. It like Wow, Alex. Wow, man. Yeah. I I never realized how much I don't care. Wow. Um, okay. I'm sorry. That was really mean. Who asked? <laughs> um Anyway, Epic and Fortnite are now the biggest corporate donor to Ukraine. Good on them. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it is. I um, agree with that. Cool. Yeah, all of the money, all of like the proceeds that they've made in the Fortnite item shop uh, Fuck are yeah. going to uh, Ukraine. Hell yeah. Uh, and that's really cool. Uh, I put I like in that. like Amen. 20 bucks for some, for, some, for some Fortnite money, for some V-Bucks. So in a way... Uh, I am very charitable. Is I also it, does bought... that mean I'm? Does that mean I'm pro Russian if I don't play Fortnite? Yeah, it it, it shits exactly Fuck. what it means. <laughs> um, I also bought the forty dollar humble bundle Ukraine support thing. Uh, so I'm I'm about well, it was actually forty five. So I'm about sixty five dollars in uh, supporting Ukraine. Um, I'm hoping there's a big ROI. Uh, you know, they they better win. They better win now with my sixty five dollars <laughs> that I've they're, given they're them actually, indirectly. Um, they're actually doing pretty good. Um, right. That's now. good. Uh, they better be with my sixty five dollars. Turns out the Russian military is kind of dumb and inept. So, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, it seems like they really underestimated. Like they thought they could just go in and just take what? shit. What? Really? No. Like yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah, much it. That's that's the, Russia that's the... underestimated Ukraine in the same way that Germany Hardcore. underestimated Russia in World War Two. Yeah, yeah. Nah, we don't need winter coats. Fucking idiot. It's fine, dude. Hitler, uh, not awesome. What the West won't support them as a as as a military leader, not the best. It turns out. <laughs> Um, so also, I hear personally, just not not a good dude. Uh, yes, yes. Say yes, what you yes. will about Hitler, he was not great. Mm -hmm. 
not not a good guy. Not a good guy. Um, I would like they to totally also mention, just ripped off Norm Macdonald there. Um, yeah. What a man. I knew that. Yeah. Rest in peace. I just wanted um, to say that for the listeners who aren't uh, as well versed as you or I, but m- me more so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to also mention in a kind of uh, kind of scary note that uh, Vladimir Putin's hiding in a nuclear bunker. Now, most of us would say, yeah, where else would he be? I'm sorry, in a, um, a nuclear bunker? Or is he yeah, in a nuclear bunker? I'm gonna fucking... I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Mm, I'm gonna <laughs> Will Smith you so hard tonight. <laughs> Fuck. No, that's um, assault. Anyway, <laughs> you think if you're ever salting like food now, you're gonna say, I'm gonna Will Smith it? <laughs> Like, I'm going to, anyway, um, you would think that it's par for the course for the Russian leader to be, uh, in a nuclear bunker. Um, but, uh, a lot of people are afraid now that he's going to just like nuke Ukraine or anyone else who decides to like react to his nuking, um, and just hide out in this bunker and let fuck all happen to Russians. Um, I, meanwhile, Zelensky is on the front lines. Yeah. Like trying to like bring up morale for the Ukrainians. Which, by the way, I don't want to praise Zelensky too much because I heard, and I haven't looked into this, I should have before the show, but I heard that he just, like, straight up banned some left-leaning parties in Ukraine. When? Like, recently, like, in the past couple weeks. I have not looked into it, so I cannot supply any information. I mean, they are in a state of war right now. I get why he would have to do that. Why? Well, for instance, like it, it seems, States... it seems from what I, from the little that I've heard, it seems like it's just him taking the opportunity to purge some political opponents. Um, but I'll, I'll come back with more in- info on it next week. I just wanted to just say, just address it, just in case like people are listening and they're like, well, don't you know that you did whatever? I, I he probably isn't too great, but like, them being invaded, like you got to be on their side. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I just I, wanted I can, to add that. The reason that bit I can see him having to do that is because, for instance, in like England, when World War II was happening, um, they banned, I think, like socialist party stuff um, and pro Nazi stuff. So, like, I can see why two very he, different things. Two, ver- I mean, yeah, two very different things, but um, in the context of Ukraine. I can see why. Like, ob- in- obviously, if you're fighting the Nazis, you don't want a Nazi party. Mm-hmm. But it-, it does also seem very like, like they're just taking the opportunity to also get rid of, uh, you know, the left leaning people, just like because this is but a good opportunity know, to do. You it. don't know what the left leaning people relative to Ukraine support. That's the thing. I I don't know either, frankly. So I really shouldn't be speaking on that point. Yeah, but if they, yeah, we should come I back with say- more info on it next week. I would. I just say, don't. I just wanted to say I don't across the board support. Yeah, Zelensky. Um, um, I think we should look into it, but I still support Vlad, uh, Vladimir Zelensky. Um, I thought you were going to say Vladimir Putin. I still support v- my uncle Vlad Putin. <laughs> he's he's trying <laughs> he's trying anyway. to make those shooties. Anyway, yeah, Putin hiding out in his bunker. Yeah, what a pussy. What, what a, a fucking f- pussy. What a what a pussy. But also like here's the here's the thing. To any I know these western leaders are just on like just on the uh, you know 
on the edge of their chairs listening to our podcast right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, we, we know you're watching or listening. Um, if Russia decides to if, nuke yeah, if, Ukraine. If, if, if President Biden is listening, I just want to say. Uh, I know you're listening. How How is your tapioca pudding? Is it good? <laughs> yeah, you like it? Oh, the spoon is too big. You know, I you know they should have given you a smaller spoon. They know that you can't handle so much, and and they they should know that you will fill the spoon to the brim. You'll you'll carry as much on it as you because you're just you're efficient like that. And they should know not to give you too big of a spoon for your for your tapioca pudding. Anyway, all right. All right. Have a nice Western nap. nations that are listening to this uh, podcast because we know you are. If Russia decides to nuke Ukraine, please don't nuke Russia back. That's a good way to start, like, an entire nuclear war between all nations. So, how yeah. about... It's a very difficult situation, because it's like, if, like, whoever strikes first, it's like, what are you going to do, not strike back? It's a very... Like, it's a very Right now, Ukraine thing. doesn't have any nuclear weapons. Um, If Russia nukes Ukraine, fuck. Don't yeah. nuke Russia... Don't like just stop it there and say, okay, they decided to f- they decided to put their ambitions above anyone living on the world, right? right? So let's not feed back into that by nuking them back. Yeah, because more nukes equal less life on Earth. That's just my opinion. Thank you for listening. Yeah. So we watched a movie this week. So we watched a movie this week. Yes. Um, yeah, a very. We got some escapist material for you coming up after mm-hmm. uh, talking about Russia nuking the world. Um, yeah, what if Russia had Superman? What if Russia had Superman? Yeah. So this week we watched Superman Red Sun, and I saw it one time before. Uh, when I was researching for my video about Injustice, which, by the way, watch that on YouTube, link in description. But yeah, so I had seen it once before, and I watched it again this morning, and I have thoughts on it. But You have a hot first, take? I, I have a few hot takes. Um, but uh, So if you haven't seen it, it's on HBO Max. Go watch it. Uh, it's basically... A very simple premise, it's what if Superman landed in Soviet-era Russia instead of uh, Kansas? So mm-hmm. it's same guy, what same Superman. What if instead Superman. of landing nowhere, what if instead of, of Superman landing nowhere, what if he landed nowhere? Yeah, what if instead of landing in the middle of nowhere in one place, he <laughs> landed in the middle of nowhere, nowhere. somewhere else? Somewhere else. And that's the setup for Superman Red Sun. And then he becomes a Russian propaganda figure. And uh, the story progresses from there. From there, yeah. So, uh, first of all, Gavin, what did you think of it? Had you Did you see it before watching it for the show? Or uh, is um, this like, actually, was this your first time? I heard of it. And I was like, I was like you know, I, I kind of want to watch this. And I was like, I should just like, because Alex is into Superman stuff uh, or superhero stuff. Let's uh, just propose it to the show and Let's see what Let's just fucking throw him a bone. Let's fucking throw him a bone. So, uh, yeah, I, I was kind of interested by it because um, ultimately Superman is like kind of inherently the same guy. He still wants what's best for everyone. But yeah. in what makes that Superman power, like 
good is um like good as a person is um how he was raised yeah so it's it is a very interesting setup to think like what if superman was raised by like under a different Fucking set of circumstances. What yeah, if- and that's that's the same that's the same basic premise for like Homelander from The Boys. That's what mm-hmm. makes him interesting. It's the level of yeah. power that Superman has but not nurtured correctly. Yeah. Um so I I just found it interesting because he still wants what's best for everyone. The issue is um he has 100% of the power to do anything, right? Mm-hmm. So rather than allow people to naturally come to his point of view right he tries to do it by force um because in 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 a very astute uh quotation that i totally made up myself you know absolute power corrupts absolutely that's Um, a that's a really poignant quote uh, and i'm very impressed that you came up with that uh, i completely made up that myself yeah um no one else uh helped me uh it was me uh, just like with uh, 8-Bit Christmas, I, I totally made it up myself. Um, yeah. yeah. You actually uh, invented no, no the help. Nintendo Entertainment System. I, no help from anyone. I actually invented uh, uh, Nintendo actually actually based uh, their entire company off of your movie 8-Bit Christmas. Yeah, actually, though. And uh, despite uh, accusations by a certain, um, you know, Alex Myers, um, you know, uh, uh uh, my point stands. I I made it. Um, I did it all myself. Anyway, so Superman, um, very good movie. Uh, I would highly recommend people watch it. Uh, it really also dives into other superheroes that uh, kind of take place in Soviet Russia. Batman, for instance, a lot more brutal. A lot yeah. more. Yeah, this is a completely different people. Batman. Uh, like from mm-hmm. the start. This is a Batman that has known a life of misery and not had rich parents that got killed in front of him yeah um i didn't catch it the first time i don't i don't think i caught it the first time but batman is uh the kid from the gulag like the first time that superman goes to the gulag and and the kid's like oh fuck you there's bats around also i'm gonna become that fuck were you yeah Yeah. pretty much yeah that's yeah all that is very like tragic like superman being raised in this environment where he's very heavily influenced by this propaganda and he's raised to believe, you know, the Soviet union is, you know, doing all this good. The only way Soviet Russia is the only way mm-hmm. is what he believes. Yeah. And then he finds out about the gulags and it's very tragic stuff. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he kills, kills Stalin, Stalin, takes over. I think it'd be funny if like he kills Stalin and then it cuts to like, uh, the death of Stalin, that movie. I'm not familiar with that. Let me look that up. Alex. We need to watch Death of Stalin next. All right. Death of Stalin, 2017 comedy satire. Oh, okay. It has Steve Buscemi. Uh, Jason <laughs> Isaacs. I think he was in Red Sun. Um, it's got lots of people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Um, I just think it'd be funny if like... Better than 8-Bit Christmas, though? Oh better yeah. Better than the emoji movie. Better than my movie. Better than my movie. Not better than emoji movie. Sorry, nothing surpasses okay. an emoji movie. But um I just think it'd be funny if like Stalin dies and then it goes the way of like fucking Death of Stalin where everyone becomes a fucking oaf. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone and Superman's just kind of there like like it's not that Superman's there and trying to help. Superman's like 
I don't even know what they're trying to do. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, so yeah, uh, Wonder Woman as, uh, you know, as she is, uh, is like, hey, Superman, you're hot. And he's like, I know, you're hot too. Yeah. And then he tries to like kiss her and she's just like, no, I don't want to kiss you. Ew, yucky, cooties. And he's like, oh, why don't you want to mate with me? And she's like, cause I fuck men, all men, but not actually though. Yeah. Not literally fuck them, but like fuck men. I don't like them. Yeah. And he's like, oh, cool. I've always wanted a platonic relationship. So, I mean, Superman. Yeah, this I is like the him- second friend that he's had ever. I think you can call him Simperman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Fuck you. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, yeah, it, it is a very interesting <laughs> setup with them both being like political figures in this, as mm-hmm. opposed to the like mainline continuity where they're just superheroes that work together. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting having them be like political allies. Yeah, but I find it interesting how um, I think, where's Wonder Woman from again? I forget. Themyscira. Themyscira. They couldn't f- name it better? Well, it's named after like Greek mythology, I believe. All right. Anyway, um, I like how like Themyscira's government is like, I think people should make up their own minds. And Wonder Woman's just like, but they have all the power. <laughs> Yeah. In relation to Superman. Yeah. Anyway, what well, did you think about it, Alex 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 well, Jones? Well, I think it's a very interesting setup and it's a very interesting premise. I just don't like the way that some of it is executed. Like, this seems like the kind of movie that should have a political message. Like a lot of superhero stuff you can argue, like it's just it's just a, a fun story or whatever. Like, you know, we're not discussing the political themes of Batman and Robin. Right. But this is very yeah. much like Superman in this is a political figure. Yeah. And it's a very political story. So it should have some strong political commentary. Mm-hmm. But it seems really vapid in that sense. It doesn't seem to want to consider like political nuance in any way. Like it seems like this movie operates under the assumption that Russia didn't work or let's just say like socialist countries don't work just based on their own merits like it's like the venezuela straw man you know how people are like well if you want a 15 dollar an hour minimum wage then fucking go to venezuela and eat rats or whatever like it's it's that energy but also but it's like venezuela didn't fail on its own and just like how like Cuba is very like impoverished, but it's because of external factors, uh, like you know U.S. sanctions and the U.S. actively fighting against these countries. Like we all know the like South American coup CIA meme, where it's like, oh, there's oil here. Well, we're gonna give you some democracy. Like we all know like the meme. But it's 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 very it's very real, you know. Um, yeah, it just seems very like elementary in its understanding of. Well, uh, also, I feel like political relations I feel like, like the, that. The movie is for the elementary understanding of that. I feel like that's the audience that they're trying to target. Like, let's find a stereotypical Russian like storyline and just kind of make it Superman. 
you can certainly aim for that audience, but I, I, I do think that if you're gonna like write about something, you should have a nuanced, uh, decent understanding of it, even if you don't expect your audience to. Um, but okay, here's the here's the thing though, like socialism in and of itself. I don't have a major issue with of like, hey, let's try to take care of everyone. And hey, let's have uh, a healthcare plan that everyone can do. Hey, let's make sure that people aren't exploited by their um, by their employers. Hey, 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 like all these things that make sense. Um, the thing is, when you have one person calling all the shots, corruption is inevitable. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it's an issue with um, with like socialism. I think it's an issue with totalitarianism. Right, I don't think it's it's right. an issue with dictatorship, right? Like, it, one guy can't call all the correct shots. That's why we have like cabinet members and a person who's elected every eight years, right? So, um, I think what what if if you are a person of nuance watching this, I think that goes without saying, and the context of being it being in Soviet Russia implies that it's just corrupt. Yeah, but Soviet Russia isn't the only corrupt entity like the u.s is also very notoriously corrupt with like, oh, yeah. the, the military industrial complex the fact that monsanto can just prevent farmers from replanting their own seeds because they own the patent for that particular plant like corruption and um you know like like that kind of stuff isn't just exclusive to any one system and it feels like this movie is very much um from an american perspective where like it's pretty much taken like for granted that like the u.s has some problems but like ultimately the u.s is the good guys and you and you see it really clearly at the end well, of the movie when they, lex uh, okay. Luthor is giving his inspirational speech pretty much saying the same stuff that superman was saying earlier like Oh, the Soviets will fall, and then we'll offer them aid, and then we can, you know, we'll work together to build our world or whatever. Um, very much like similar talking points, but it's treated as like, oh, this is this is right. It's right when it's the American president doing it, as opposed to the 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 Russian uh, Superman. But, but look at who they to that point too. Look at who they put in charge. The villain. Right, like, uh, like Lex Luthor wasn't a good guy. He wasn't like a a good decent dude. He tried to land yeah. a satellite in the middle of his town to test if Superman would catch it. So I, like, I, I get don't your think point. Lex Luthor was the one that uh, crashed the satellite. I think he, at one point, I think at one point they imply that the Soviets did it, so Superman would cover. step in and look good. It was a Soviet um, satellite, but it was Lex who was like, let's hack into the satellite and get it to land in Metro Metropolis. Okay, maybe. I, I probably missed that. But so, anyway, like, yeah, he, he is very much the bad guy. guy. Yeah, um, he, he literally made a super, like he made his own Superman, right? Mm -hmm. And then just like, like callously had him be killed by the actual Superman. Yeah. Like, yeah, he is very clearly supposed to be a, a bad dude. So it makes it even stranger at the end of the movie when he's giving this like inspirational speech and it's like, you know, this this inspirational music playing. And it's like that's where we leave off with 
you know. Well, that's how the it, people see it in the show, right? Like, yeah, and that's how it's president. being presented. That's how it looks. Um, but we know, given the fact that we've seen what he actually has done, that he's not actually that good of a guy. Right. As the but, audience. Yeah, but at the end of the story, you're clearly supposed to view him as maybe not like the good guy, but the like better guy. I think it, I think we have different stances on this. I think at the end of the movie, we're supposed to understand the things that he did to get to where he's at and say that wasn't like you're not a good person. The people who are cheering for him don't know what we know. And also, it's just a kid's movie. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a kid's movie. There's like swearing and blood and stuff. Oh, it's... yeah. Yeah, there is. Holy shit. Yeah. Never mind. It's really not a um, kid's movie. Don't watch this if you have small line, children. Remember that one line where the guy's like, why are you with him? And she's just like, the oh, sex is he's great. Inspirational. Oh, it's just uh, a kid's movie. Yeah, he's inspirational. You know, he works hard. Oh, and the sex is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and so you were saying he, yeah, he does stuff, but it, it he does bad stuff like make the uh, like the Superman clone, and then he kills that Superman clone, and he does all all of this bad stuff. But it seems like it's being presented as you know the ends justifying the means in a sense. And I mean, it, and and Superman when- isn't afforded that like benefit of the doubt. Maybe maybe not benefit of the doubt, but he's not afforded that understanding. Uh, what about when in he, the same way? Uh, what about when he crashed open that gulag, though? Uh, what about it? Like, uh, like the you said the you, he's never given the like the ends justify the means for him. It was the means don't just justify the ends, right? So he goes to the gulag and he lets them out. Yeah, so he That's finds like, out objectively about a good thing, right? Yeah, he finds out about this bad stuff that Stalin does. That and then we can he, all agree is bad, by the way. Yeah, we can all right? agree it's okay. it's bad. Um, so he puts an end to that, and um, isn't? But is that not like the benefit of the doubt, though? No, what I'm talking about is like later on when Superman is in charge, because he's not in charge at that point with yeah. like the gulags and stuff. He's, mm-hmm. um. So yeah, he sets up this like basically a utopia at the cost of it being a totalitarian regime. And I think there could have been a lot of like good exploration of that if it was if it, if it was like a nuanced exploration of like is it worth it to have all of these great things if it's like if if there's a lack of autonomy uh in the in the people. But it yeah. it feels very like it feels like they manufacture bad things that Superman does, like the whole like lobotomy well, yeah, stuff. They also manufactured Superman, <laughs> you know, like it's uh, they also manufactured Batman and Wonder Woman and uh, the death of Stalin when he died. You know, they that's that was all manufactured. It's it's you're supposed well, what, to have that at least that amount of doubt. You know what I mean? No, I, I know. I know it's it's all fictional. But what I'm saying is the like the lobotomy, like mind control stuff just feels a little contrived. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I there, can see that. there could have been a nuanced exploration of, you know, is it, is it worth it to have all these great things? If it means less, um, if it means less democracy and stuff, 
And there's a lot of potential for that, but just saying like, oh, also he mind controls people feels a little out of left field and it feels like just a bad thing for him to do to make him a bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. did you watch, did you watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Uh, don't remember, but, uh, continue. There's a, a similar situation where the bad guys, the flag smashers up to a certain point actually have a point. Like they have a, a good motivation so basically what happens is the blip happens in, in, in the Marvel uh, movies. You know, Thanos snaps and everyone disappears. Five years later, they're all brought back. That leads to all kinds of like civil unrest. And, you know, when everyone comes back, there's all of these people taking up only so much space. There's a lot of progress that's made during the five years that everyone's gone. But then everyone comes yeah. back and it's everything's stretched too thin and the Flag Smashers are basically trying to combat hoarding of resources. So they like hijack truckloads of like vaccines so they can distribute them amongst the people instead of it being hoarded amongst just the wealthy. Okay. Like, that's an example of what they do. And they're supposed to be the bad guys. Like our protagonists fight against them. But at a certain point, it feels like they're having too much of a point. So what they do what happens is the the leader of the flag smashers just blows up a building just out of nowhere and it's like oh we got to send a message or whatever but it just feels like this contrived thing to make it more justified that they're the bad guys and that's that's what the mind control thing feels like in this movie it feels like a very just lazy way to express you know what you're trying to explore in this. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. And that's, it, it feels like this false dichotomy where they present the choice, like generally speaking, the choices you can either have a, a fed populace, everything, you know, great economic policy, but you get mind controlled or you can have widespread poverty, but everyone's free. Mm-hmm. And it feels like a very non-nuanced way of looking at it, where it's like I either one of these two things. You cannot. You can only have one. You can't have some combination of maybe we can feed everyone, but maybe without the mind control. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And at one point, Batman is. When he's beating up Superman after, you know, zapping him with the red sun, uh, he said the name of the movie. Um, when he's like, you're a monster. You're mind controlling these people. It's awful what you're doing. But also Batman blew up a building. He blew up that museum. Yeah. So is the movie trying to say he has a point or is the movie trying to say that Batman is also bad? It just feels very like the answer is yes. I unclear think. <laughs> to me, I, I think. Yeah. And overall, I the message to me just feels very bleak. Like it feels to me like the the main takeaway is things can't really get better if you try to, you know, if you try to you know feed everyone give everyone health care it's just going to end up terrible 
so you might as well just not even try and just stick with the status quo. That's that's just how it feels to me. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> um also the the Brainiac thing. Um that was oh, another yeah, thing Brainiac that had a lot of potential. The, where Brainiac What's that? Brainiac was just playing the long game. Yeah, I I like the idea of that, the idea that Brainiac is the one that's really in charge. I wish there was more done with that because it is a a really interesting thing. Like Brainiac is of course a bad guy. We all know that as viewers, but Superman doesn't know that, you know, he's just a, he's just using this machine to help him govern and make policy and manage stuff. There could have been a lot of interesting stuff done with that where Brainiac is the one really calling the shots, maybe presenting, you know, misleading information to Superman to make him make you know, fall in line with what Brainiac wants. Yeah. But that's revealed in the last like 10 minutes of the movie. And it just feels like it comes out of left field just to supply a face to punch. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. It it feels like it only happened for the sake of, of a third act fight scene. I feel like he was very much an ex machina. Yeah. 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 Very, very out of nowhere because it feels like they don't know how to end the movie. You know, they don't mm-hmm. know how to end this particular story. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I think they, I think they should have just made it a mini series. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not, not every story mini-series. fits the, the three act movie structure. And I think this is one of those uh, stories. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not saying Superman should have been a perfect leader. I'm not saying that it should have worked out perfectly. I'm not pro-Russia in any sense. I just think it should have been more nuanced, more thoughtful in its exploration of the ideas that it's trying to express. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's... Basically, my point is with this movie, there's a lot of interesting stuff. I just wish it was executed uh, a lot better. It leaves a lot to be desired to me. Yeah, yeah. Overall, not quite as good as 8-Bit Christmas. Uh, leagues good, ahead of the Emoji movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, I have to disagree with you there, unfortunately. Okay. Well, I don't think we're going to see eye to eye on that. I, I don't think either, yeah, no. All right. Where do you, where do you rate it uh, compared to every other movie, though? Because I, I say it's definitely... Better than some movies, but worse than others. You know, I would, oh. ugh, gosh, like there are some movies that are better than it, um, and then some movies that are worse than it. Um, so I would say, yeah, I definitely, I would say that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Watch it on HBO Max if you haven't seen it. I don't think we spoiled much of the plot. Um, so you can pretty much go in blind as as blind as you can be already knowing the premise um i thought some of the like alternate history stuff was interesting where like instead of hal jordan finding the green lantern ring and it like compelling itself to him it's just given to him by the government i thought that you know there was there was some cool stuff there um yeah it's i i don't want you to i don't want the takeaway to be that the movie's bad i i just had a few problems with it but it's, it, I'd say it's good. It's a good story. Yeah. Um, recommendations of the week. Um, hold on. I have 
Gotta type. I can't talk and type. All right, I'm done typing. Oh, yeah, totally. 100% agree with that. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, recommendations of the week. Uh, I bought a new webcam. I'm using it currently. It's the Logitech C920E. Uh, it's a variation of the C920. It's the cheaper model, but... Uh, excuse me. It's the cheaper model, but it from what I've seen, there's no hardware difference. The only difference between the C920, C920S, and C920E is that the E model has the microphones disabled by default, but you can you can enable them in the software. So you're just saving $10 and not giving up much if you buy the E model. As far as I as far as I know, I haven't found uh much on it. But yeah, it's good. I like it. If you need a webcam, buy it. It's like $55, I think. And also some more news is a great YouTube channel. Uh, they put out two videos over the past couple of weeks about uh, what the first one I think is called the past, present and future of work. Let me hold on. I'm looking up the channel found it. Uh, great, great channel. I watched all of their stuff. Uh, so yeah, the one that came out last week is the past, present and future of work. And then the one from this week is called Unions and Strikes Are Good. Um, it, it's, it's very informational. Um, it's given me a lot of information to work with for my office space video, which I'm still uh, writing. I, I just, I, I wasn't, I don't know. I'm trying to get the script to a point that I'm happy with. Um, and I'm, and that's, that's where I am with that. And uh, I have not really a, a tech or media-related recommendation, but just if you have trouble sleeping, buy melatonin because it helps a lot. I haven't had any for the past like week or so, and I normally have trouble falling asleep. Um, but this it, it just 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 makes you it makes you sleep. That's it makes you feel like you're watching Eight Big Christmas. Yep. What are you? Wait, are you trying to say that the movie is? boring or are you trying to say that it's so good that it's so good that it's calming because you know the, that the person who made it myself yeah. uh is oh, just but it's based master. on my life story because i am um uh the nintendo well, i was trying system. to imply that the that the that the cinematic techniques that are used to make it are so masterful that it puts the the watcher at ease um but the actual events in the movie are a bit more stressful than uh than uh um then uh, what's presented? Mum and dad are fighting again. Mum and dad are fighting again. Aurora what about the children? About octopus. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a recommendation. Uh, the mini series on HBO Max called Chernobyl. It goes into the specifics of uh some of the um. Fuck Moon Knight. Uh, it goes into some. Of the <laughs> I just specifics. wrote Moon Knight on the list because I forgot, and then I just uh, remembered. It goes into the specifics of the Chernobyl uh, nuclear disaster uh, and all the key players in that. All right. And my final recommendation is Moon Knight on Disney+. Plus. It's the new Marvel show. It's pretty good. I watched the first episode because that's the only one that's out right now. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting so far. Uh, it's this guy that 
is played by Oscar Isaac, trying to do a British accent, just trying his best. And he has this like multiple personality thing. And his other personality happens to be like a vigilante slash um, mercenary. And he's in trouble with this guy that kills people. And there's Egyptian gods involved. Interesting stuff. Watch it. It's pretty good. And The Listener, too. If you want to watch it, you can. I was just talking to Gavin just now. No, you can't watch it, Listener. I will find you. You should watch it. I will find you, Listener. So, Gavin, you said that you don't want to watch it. Uh, What the hell is wrong with you uh, is all I have to say. (laughs) What the hell? Oh, Alex, it's just because I'm not a fucking simp, Alex. Yeah? I'm not a simp to these Hollywood elites, Alex. That's not what your mom said last night. Oh, he burned me. He burned me as bad as the Chernobyl <laughs> nuclear disaster. <laughs> I'm going to need some iodine for these burns. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And unless you have anything else. I do not have anything plug. else. All right. Uh, I think that's the show then. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Bold of You to Say. If you no, liked not it, thank then you. liked... Oh, well... Don't listen to him. He, I'm. I always Fuck tell the truth. He always lies. Which one of us is telling the truth? Uh oh, paradox. Oh. Uh, if you liked it, then like it. Uh, subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Turn on notifications. Turn on automatic downloads. Or not. Subscribe I, to I my care. Patreon for a dollar a month, and you get these episodes as soon as they're done, um, which can be up to like a few days early, depending on the week. And uh, check out our merch on TeePublic uh, as a way to support the show. Uh, follow me on social media, not Gavin. Uh, don't follow don't Gavin follow anywhere. Me. Subscribe don't. to my YouTube channel. Stop it. I see you. I see you trying to follow. Stop it. Stop. Okay. All right. Uh, leave us a review on Podchaser. That's like a IMDb site for podcasts. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen, if you can. And uh, have a good 9 a.m. through 9 p.m., our official business hours. And um, just, you know. Have a good time. You know time. how it is. Yeah. It don't be as it is, but it do. It, you, people don't think it be like it is. But, but it, it do. do. But it do.